Welcome to the Love Your Uni podcast. You can find more of these podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, or on our website, fusionmovement.org. Welcome to the Love Your Uni podcast. My name is Miriam, and I've got some great friends with me. Who are you? My name's Adam Mitchell Baker. This guy? <laughs> My name's Luke Smith. Well, what a lovely gathering we've got on this fine morning. Hey, don't forget the cackle. She's here. Sweet cackle, you're Rosie right. Rosie cackle. Fraser. Cackley Fraser. Mmm, she's there. We actually had pork cackling last night, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And some dutty chicken. (laughs) Whoa, that that was was straight in. Yeah. Where did you go for your dutty chicken? It was actually called Yummy Chicken, the place. Yummy Chicken. Luke and I are feeling a little bit off because we ate chicken at midnight with Rosie and Luke's wife Hannah and Luke ate the most. I just made that clear. Well, I would... Yeah. Well, we'll get in, in a minute. We'll tell you why we were there. But first of all... Do you need a wine? It's really important for you to know... That we had a bit of a miscommunication mm. because we went in. <laughs> I think it's a key example of missing expectations and team communication falling down, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but just in the context of yummy chicken. It's a good bit of healthy conflict. Well, it wasn't that healthy because it no? was Ooh. deep fried chicken, mate. Yeah, okay. So we go in and um, I'm really in the mood for some wings, some, <laughs> some filthy wings. So we go in and I'm like, oh, I'm so looking forward to these. And I'm amazed that so are my friends, so is my wife. So, so it, is Mary. it never happens, so, but it's happening. They're all in. I'm like, fantastic. Praise this is going to be a feast. Brilliant. So uh, Miriam says, right, I'll get it. Um, what do you want, Fif- 15 wings? I'm like, brilliant. Yeah, game on. Absolutely. Yes, please. Yeah. So then, then she turns to the guy at the desk. 15 wings, please. I'm like, oh, 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 uh, <laughs> I, I would like 15 wings. What are what you guys... Just, just for you. Yeah, okay. I was amazed. I'd absolutely, I thought 15, goodness me, between four. That's a lot of chickens that have sacrificed it. themselves. L- literally, wings. his face was shocked. Mm. He was like, no, no, what are you going to eat? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's seven and a half chickens. <laughs> <laughs> sacrificed their wings. They were... Wow. That's right. I'm that's so, in, that's so, an exodus somewhere, isn't it? Somewhere I'm so <laughs> sorry, vegetarians. Um, they were tiny, as it happened. Baby chickens! <laughs> <laughs> it's got worse. Chicks. They're not baby chickens. I've just realised what we ate. <laughs> anyway, so, so move, move on quick. <laughs> so yummy chicken provided. Anyway, they said we haven't got 15 anyway. You're going to have to wait ages. So then we have this thing. And Miriam's going, they had seven. She went, that, we'll just get seven, that'll be fine. That's not going to be fine between four of us. So then I had to ask for the pieces of chicken, honestly. Mm. That's like one and three quarter of I don't even know what that stuff was. It's all grey meat, isn't it? It was grey. How did you know? You've been there before. You've been there before. You have. Basically had a box of random chicken. And, um, it was actually quite nice to be fair, wasn't it? It was nice, but it, in Luke's opinion, still not enough. But, no. you know, mm. that's okay. Anyway, why, why had we gone there, guys? Tell everyone why we'd gone there. It was a good evening, wasn't it? Good night out, wasn't it, Ads? Yeah, well, last night our teammate Pip, uh, she's been starring in a amateur dramatic production of Guys and Dolls. So we did a cheeky fusion team in York trip to see her, and you guys thought seal the night off with some chicken. Yeah, and she was brilliant. We were, I have to say, as a team evening, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. Well, I, was, I was really proud of her. She was very good. She worked really hard in it. It was genuinely a well-put-together production. And um, it did also... We have been singing bits of it since. Yeah. It's like... If anything, I'm shocked that we weren't cast in it. I know we didn't audition, but given how well we can now sing some of those songs, yeah. I feel like next time they're surely going to call us in for what the chorus. Your, what was your favourite song, do you think? I mean, it's difficult to say, but there's one that really sticks out. Oh, yeah. It? Yeah. But, oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to go first, Adam. Because you don't want to go first? You're just much better okay. singer than I am. Okay. 
Well, my favourite song was a song called A Bushel and a Peck. <laughs> and I, we're just going to play you a short excerpt from this song and see what you think. We just love that noise, they, basically. So try along at home. <laughs> right, let's have a little competition. Who can do the best? A, a bushel and a bu- peck. Yeah, so it's a bushel and a peck, and then hug around the neck. Yeah. Well, wow. I, I think I'm just sticking with the a bushel bu- and a peck. Okay. A, a bushel yeah. and a peck. With, with, the sorry, yeah. with the squeak. Okay. With the squeak. Okay. Right, and mine's pretty poor, and Rosie thinks I sound like my own dog, so I'll go first. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Okay? okay, and it'll get better from there. That was actually quite good. <laughs> that was good. And very light the <laughs> There's a bit of facial expression going on. Okay, Adam. Okay, let me just find something in my diaphragm. Goodness. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, no. that's good. That's harsh. <laughs> Rosie, you get involved. Oh, good. Oh, nice. Yeah, and the extra one as well. Oh, you sort of like master communicator. She lets down. <laughs> I fell down mid squeak. <laughs> Squeaked into your own bad memory. Oh, oh I can't do it. <laughs> Why have I got such a deep voice at really times like this? My ears. Come on, Fern Cotton. I push a ladder back. It's just all high. You've got to go high and then low. I push a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it. That's hysterical. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, it was brilliant. We were really proud of her. It was also added to, wasn't it? By a lady behind us in, in, in the theatre. Character. And you know when you go and you've got to be quiet and you're watching someone and then... But basically, she loved... She loved the production. <laughs> absolutely she loved life. every joke. Best she loved life. every moment mm. and she would laugh loudly. She would go... <laughs> <laughs> Good every, every, like, Good thing. That, the kind of... Uh, something would be said, a little bit of a, a quip or something, and it'd kind of make you go... <laughs> that would be That's the appropriate yeah, yeah, yeah. reaction. And she'd go... <laughs> <laughs> so, and then obviously the rest of us all got the giggles as well. And Luke absolutely sort of lost it at one point, shook the robe. We spoke, we spoke to Pip after and she said they could hear this woman from backstage. Amazing. You could hear her like on the side stage, you could hear this like, <laughs> just going all time. So, so good. So I wondered, yeah, because you know when you hear someone laugh yeah. and then it's not possible to not laugh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. wondering, is it, would it be possible now to do your favourite laugh? Right. Yeah? Okay. And just see what happens. Okay. Like, see, see. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Rosie's already uh, she's losing. Already, yeah. I'm crying okay. already. She's ca- crying and cackling in the corner. So, um, Miriam, what's your favourite laugh? And let's, or, or we can make this competitive and try to not laugh back in reaction. Yeah, try not to laugh. Try back. and keep a straight face. And I'm also thinking, people at home listening to this, people just sitting there on their own on a train in a group. Mm. Who knows where they're listening to it? Yeah. Yeah, and they're also. You've got to try not, not to laugh. Yeah. This isn't necessarily my favourite, but this is my attempt at making you guys laugh. Stop <laughs> laughing, Luke. He's gone already. Missed the point. Yeah. Don't hold uh, it together. Don't drink. <laughs> I have to now wait because. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. This is my laugh. Hold it together, team. Adam, <laughs> hold it. Hold it together, team. No, come on, come on, come on. Go. Blah! <laughs> I can't do it. I can't Sorry, do it. Rosie, that was straight. <laughs> so loud. Adam's teared up, 
but you know, he's I held it together. I, can't he did it I just, I just had to check she hadn't actually thrown up when she made that noise. Slightly concerned. Okay, so some people laugh like this. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a, long a good one. That's a long that's a I reckon I've booked a few. Chair. I was going at Adam really because I was thinking yeah. I was targeted. There. Yeah, he, targeted. yeah, it was targeted. He lost it. Um, this is in tribute to my mother, oh, who oh, loves a good uncontrollable laugh. Yeah, and she goes for the. <laughs> <laughs> Good range. <laughs> Good range. And it goes on like that? In public, yeah. in the lounge, what's your, what's wherever. What's your mum called? Uh, Jane. Hey, Jane. Shout out to Jane. What about the Motley? Oh, yeah. You know, like... <laughs> That's good. That reminds me of someone. You. Me? Is that me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm do you laugh like, like, like Motley? Like How do you laugh? Laugh right now. I can't, you can't, I can't laugh now. on demand. Oh. I'm on Channel 4. Really? Um... <laughs> It's true, on? he's not Channel 4. Let's call it that now. It's more like that. Come on, Channel 4. <laughs> Cackle? No. You've got to do a laugh. <laughs> Crikey, it's like a drill. <laughs> That's like drilling tarmac. Woody, Woody. <laughs> Goodness me. Um, yeah, that was good. Wow. I enjoyed that. I wonder I wonder whether anyone made it through listening to this and it's not laughed. I'm definitely not going to listen all. to this one on the tube. I've made that mistake before. <sighs> We've actually got some great stuff to talk about as well. This whole It's all on prayer, isn't it? It really is. It's all Living about... on a prayer. We are. Eight we minutes really in, I'm, I'm not sure we can say it's all on prayer. Okay. <laughs> I'd say the prayer next... Prayer and bushels. Yeah. <laughs> the next two thirds, guys, is going to be more prayer focused. Mm. So zone in. The Lord may well be speaking. All just laughing. Mm. And we went down to Oxford for some prayer. Yeah. So, some of us did. Oh, I was, oh, yeah. I wasn't there, but you two were. Why did you go to Oxford? What did you do in Oxford? Well, prophetically speaking, Adam. Oh, good. Uh, Oxford, one of the oldest universities. Is it older than Cambridge? Yes. I'm going to say yes. Um, but also, Wesley. Uh, Who's Wesley? A fella? Was, uh, Wesley Snipes. Uh, John Wesley uh, <laughs> Wesley and Charles Snipes. Wesley, the brothers that saw um, amazing revival in this land. Uh, the Methodist movement kicked off out of, out of Wesleyan revival. But Wesley was a student at Oxford who uh, wanted to stay on fire for God and realised the, w- the way to do that was to get around a small group of people and set themselves apart and pursue Jesus despite what the world might do. So they set up something called the Holy Club. Um, and so anyway, Oxford's just got this unbelievable inheritance, uh, inheritance of like students really taking God seriously, mm. being set on fire by the Holy Spirit and then seeing the nation changed. It's got real missional uh, background and... So amazing stuff has happened. So we felt it would be significant to gather again on the ground of Oxford to pray and to fast for a full day and pray once again for a move of God among students out of the campuses and across Europe. So lots of people joined us from all over the country and in fact, overseas as well. But um, uh, there were, what, like 50 of us in Oxford? Yeah, something like that, yeah. And then people all over the place, wasn't there? Yeah, it was cool. I kept finding out more people that were like, oh, we fasted and prayed with you on that day. Yeah, people in different countries, and yeah, it was really amazing to see it and to be part of it on the day and to uh, pray into. I, I guess when you pray for a whole day, I, lots of us don't do that very often, and some of yeah. us have never done that. So, praying for a whole day, the, the, it started at like nine fifteen or something, and then some of us I got there for eleven, uh, along with a bunch of other people because we were coming from a long way away, and so then we prayed then and fasted all day, and then. Eight dinner at five, but then we carried on. So we finished at was it eight or something. Yeah, eight, just past eight. Yeah, quite a long time really to just pray and mm. sing a, sing a bit probably a bit of worship, a bit of singing, but quite a lot of just praying. Yeah, um, right. Into different in, and when you've got time and space like that, you can really start to pray and and intercede, as in like pray 
uh, over and under and are all around different issues and really ask God to move and do stuff in things that maybe are unseen. Um, so you can really do that. You can pl- plough into stuff and you've got space and time to do it. It's, it's great, isn't it? It's one of those things where if Jesus isn't real, that was a completely ridiculous thing to do. Waste of time. Waste of time. We just spent an entire day mm. not f- fulfilling targets on a piece of paper. But if we bank on the Holy Spirit being real and God's attention being caught by his people speaking to him, turning their face towards him, crying out to him, then that is probably one of the best uses of time we could have done all year. It's great. How was York? Brilliant. Yeah, York was good. So we had a couple of churches, uh, student workers, students, some people from the House of Prayer here in York gathered to pray for the afternoon. And uh, we were really fascinated by seeing um, different prophetic words and stuff, particularly around unity, unity right. in the church that we saw coming up. So we were praying for that both in York and then across UK and Europe in, right. in the world of student mission. Um, so it felt like we were kind of partnering with, like you say, people all across the continent. So and we had good. someone from Italy, didn't we? He was praying with his youth group for a couple of hours and stuff. I love it. It's mm. amazing. Yeah, it was cool, as you say, thinking about the uh, history of Oxford and all the prayers that have been prayed there and what it's then gone on to do around the world. Yeah. And I guess I was thinking, uh, what about if people look back um, on that day when we gathered then in Oxford uh, and prayed and and looked on it and thought, ah, that's where something begun. And now look at this story of what's be- what's started to happen. Mm. And it all started because a bunch of people met in Oxford. And that, we wouldn't want that to be true so we can say, oh, look how great we were. Because yeah. it is literally what God has done. Uh, and it's not about what we're doing. It's about, as you say, there's a pointless day. It, yeah. It's not it's an effective day. on our. So it's not about what we do. It's about when we stopped doing what we're doing. Right. And started c- communicating to God more about this stuff. But I kind of thought, what are the great prayers that have changed the world over the years? What do you reckon? What are the, like, you know, yeah. what are the wonderful things that have happened? And therefore, what are the prayers that, if you traced it all the way back to a simple prayer? It's the funny thing about prayer is that so much of it is secret, deliberately. Like, God is like, you know, go into your room, close the door, speak to your Father in heaven. Like, a lot of it is secret, so I think there's a lot that we won't know. Mm. I, rem- I remember being really challenged by the fact that the church in the UK have been praying for however many churches to be planted and renewed all over the land. And then years later, they were like, oh, that, that didn't happen. We didn't see it. And then um, all it was is uh, it had happened just in a different bit of the church to them. That's cool. So, you know, like the Nigerian church have been church planting all over this country. And um, and but a whole different section of the church had never met them thought their prayers hadn't been answered and I was like oh those prayers changed our country but in a different way it wasn't on your own back, in your own back garden in the way you expected so I do wonder there's probably quite a few prayers that have changed the world that you've just mm. not realised yet because the kingdom of God is so much bigger than our perspective yeah I love the um, is it D.L. Moody the story about the guys that, was it five people he prayed for and he had a kind of the wristband we committed to praying for five of them and that they'd come to know Jesus and then I think I think he ended up praying for 100 people and he saw every one of them get saved in his lifetime apart from five who gave their life to Jesus at his funeral. Mm. Oh. Like and for the complete of finishers amongst us, mm. that is That's massively satisfying. satisfying. He's looking down from heaven and he's like, <laughs> Masterpiece. Get Absolutely. Masterpiece. Check that box. Yeah. It's good. Um, on, on a local level, we've seen um, this year at G2, my church here in New York, and we had a number of specific things we prayed for about the student work this year that we've seen answered. So cool. we prayed for like kind of a great sense of prophetic and kind of pushing into the presence of God in our Sunday gatherings. We've really been seeing that lately. 
Um, we prayed for load more students from York St. John. We've had them coming in. Great. Um, so it's encouraging that prayer then genuinely does change things and it does change the world, even on a local scale. Like we're not, you know, that's not a prayer that the whole continent's been saved, but that's little things that we've been praying for that we've then, then seen come to fruition. Yeah. Just raises a faith and expect- expectation levels. It's like Ellie from CC Spitz. She prayed yeah, for 20 yeah. freshers and got 20 freshers. And you're like, oh, there's something about praying the, the small but specific... God, on my watch in my time this year, I'd like this, please. And then seeing it happen, really encouraging. Yeah, so good. Jesus talks about us needing to pray almost like an irritating neighbour, which Hmm. I quite like. Do you have an irritating neighbour? Well, (laughs) (laughs) that's awkward. It's it's more that I'm thinking maybe I'm that irritating. (laughs) Correct. Good Good humility. Um, Fair. But, um, yeah, he's, um, he's like, just keep, ask, ask seek, knock, keep yeah, going. It's good. Knock at the door, it'll be open to you. Keep pushing. And, it, and he's like, God wants to give good things to you. Mm. Imagine, like, if your neighbour was really hungry and he was banging at your door asking for a loaf of bread. If you just kept banging, he's gonna, you're going to give him a loaf of bread eventually because it's just really annoying. And... <laughs> I like that he uses that example of being saying to say to God, like, just keep going. Really want to see this happen, God. Yeah. Can't see any reason why we wouldn't want to see this happen, whatever that is, whether it's a mate coming to know Jesus or whether it's something changing on the university campus or whether it's something in your workplace or in your church or something in your family. Keep going. Keep praying the same thing. Keep saying, I still want to see this happen. Like an irritating neighbour so, in the middle so of the night. So when people call us God-botherers, that's actually correct, appropriate, mm-hmm. and he's inviting it. Yeah, bother me, yeah. He's bother me. Bothered. I am it's bothered. Good. Bother me. That's what I said. Someone on the train said to me, oh, you're a God-botherer, are you? And I was like, no, I think he really likes it. Like, he really enjoys the fact that I'm bothering him. Because yeah. it's true, isn't that's it? Fun, isn't he isn't wants it? us to. That's good. I went on a train this week. Did you? How yeah. was that, mate? Did you um, electrocute yourself? No, I, I, managed, <laughs> I managed to keep myself absolutely healthy the whole way. Well done. Thank you, Jesus. And, and I got to Newcastle, mm. which is where I was going. Went through the north, <coughs> some of the northeast that you like, uh, and I went through Durham. I, I love the northeast. Yeah. And, and I stayed on the train and got all the way <laughs> to, to Newcastle. And... Uh, I met up with a couple of church leaders. That's what I do a lot of the time in my job. So I met up with a couple of brilliant church leaders um, from a different church in Newcastle, St George's Gateshead, actually. Oh, and, great. Yeah, and then a, a guy who's a, one of the elders called Andy at uh, City Church Newcastle. So that was good. We, we were chatting about our resources, about fusion, about how we can help Sign. them. It's really good. Uh, and the last thing I was chatting about with Andy, and Andy had said... I've got to go in a minute. I'm just flagging it ahead of time. I've got to lead a funeral, so I've literally got to go. All that. Wow. I'm sorry if it seems rude, but let's chat all the way up to it, and then I've just got to fly when it <laughs> gets to quarter two. So that's totally fine, I understand. So we're chatting away. He's really enjoying it. And then um, we talk about discipleship deck, you know, our pack of cards, mm-hmm. uh, um, ask different questions on each of them. So we're, I was showing him that, and he said, oh, I like this, and we're chatting about it. He had a few questions as well. Um, and then he goes, all oh, right, I have actually got to go. So he bought one of these decks cool. that I had with me um, and the student link-up box to prepare people for uni. Well done. And then um, he goes, like, in a flash, because he just had to go and do his funeral. And then uh, 
the guy who was sitting next to him, we're in Starbucks, and you know when you're sort of awkwardly close to people? Well, you're not sitting those, with people. Uh, a share table, but or not, just one right next door. Yeah, a mi- like lots of little coffee tables, but oh, yeah. too close together. Yeah, of course. Okay, so it's yeah. almost like you're with them, but you're not. Yeah, it's my yeah. favourite thing as an evangelist, not going to lie. Okay, well, I can see why. Because this guy next to me is like, oh, um, I really like this... Oh, it's Geordie, do you want me to try and... If you could, make it... Always good. helpful, always helpful. <laughs> if you could. So he's like... I like the sound of that deck of cards you got, man. It's accurate. <laughs> so, it's accurate. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's cool. Um, tell me a little bit more about it. And he, and he, he says, oh, well, just, I was, hope you don't mind. I was eavesdropping. And, <laughs> that's really And, and uh, it, it sounds really interesting, that pack of cards. Have you got another one? And so I said, I haven't actually bit frustrating. I'd actually mm. brought one oh, wow. uh, bit of each resource that we've got. And they'd bought them, so they'd taken. So I'm like, oh, sorry. Um, and he said, oh, that's a shame. And uh, anyway, I'll just stop doing the accent, just work out, tell you actually, it's his testimony, because, okay. you know, okay. otherwise it's taking the mic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. it's not, anyway. So basically, this guy, um, brilliant young man, and he went straight out from school, mm. he went straight to the army at 16, he's been in the army seven years, went to Afghanistan, wow. he broke his back in Afghanistan, oh my goodness. came home, um, then he's had like post-traumatic stress disorder, he's oh, had wow. lots of drugs, he's had a difficult time coming off those, uh, and then he's got himself kind of sorted again, he's currently a student in Durham oh. um, doing PE, and cool. he's doing CrossFit, that, now, do you know what CrossFit is? Yeah, Rosie does it. Rosie he? does CrossFit. I know CrossFit. You do, don't you? Rosie's a mega CrossFit fan. And people have actually started timing me in conversations because I talk about it so much that people have actually started getting their phones out and putting the timer on because they need to tell me to shut up about CrossFit. Wow. It's, oh, it's taken us okay. 21 minutes today. Yeah. You mentioned it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so this guy is serious. He's in the Open. He's, he's competing in the CrossFit oh, wow. Open at the moment. Yeah, yeah. In Newcastle, so and he's got four companies sponsoring him, so he obviously oh knows what he's word. doing. He's a deal, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Real deal. He, is, he, he was a little bit fitter than I am. Okay, that's somewhere on that scale. Yeah, that's so, very, very modest of you, Luke. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. So anyway, this this guy, um, he has he said that's helped him get back on track. So oh, no, that's brilliant. And so what about? Um, did he hear us talking about Jesus in that conversation? He said, well, that was partly why I was interested in this discipleship deck because nice. Rich Froning, who's this guy who's like the world champion or something at CrossFit, he's like the absolute Don. And there's a Netflix series called, or not series, there's a film, isn't there, called Froning that you can watch. And he's he's brilliant at CrossFit, but he's also a Christian. So he, And oh, he shares right. his faith all the time. He does it in a documentary. Cool. and he, he has a podcast. He always shares cool. it on every podcast. And this guy listens to all his podcasts, he's read his books, he's got wow. his films, he's done everything, he loves it. So he's like, I reckon this Rich Froning guy's onto something, so I do want to find out more about God. Wow. So we, then we chat all about church, we chat about Jesus, and we ended up praying together. Because oh, I just wow. thought, I really Amazing. want to pray with this guy. So good. And I've got his address and I'm going to send him a discipleship deck. So, so good. good. So that, that does not happen to me very often. Hmm. <laughs> Just being honest. So that's why yeah, I yeah. wanted to share it. To, and also to be honest and say it doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, yeah. But it was really cool when it happened. And I'm like, yes, get in there. Great student. Uh, Enjoyed praying with him. Why did you pray with him at the end? I prayed with him because I wanted to really make sure that we'd involved God in the conversation, you know, in, and made it like a three conversation, yeah, three cool. of us, rather than talking about God. Really yeah, talking with God. I guess. I love that. Yeah, really good. Is that the right answer, Miriam? No, it's just interesting because it's like prayer. People are very open to prayer, and um, 
uh, it's also quite I remember praying with a, a, a guy in a club we were doing nightclub mission and there was a team of us and uh, this guy um, dressed as the devil actually um, he shared what was really going on with him in his life but I when I also wanted to make sure God was sat down with us that he knew the presence of God was there so mm. I wanted to pray not just have my words mm. but I got him in that scenario I actually got him to pray first because he was saying oh, this is what I'd say to God if he was real this yeah. is what I'd say so in the end I said how about you go first and you speak to him because you can speak to him directly now. He's he's here. Cool. So that when he goes home, he knows he doesn't need me as a an access point, a bridge, a mediator. When actually, uh, Jesus made it possible for you to talk to God directly right now. Mm. So that's an, another sort of thing that I've done with people that don't know Jesus in terms of prayers. Yes, pray for them. But sometimes it feels appropriate to get them to have a go at praying. So they realize, oh, I just did that. And I went first so that... Um, they don't think, oh no, I'm not a Christian, I didn't use that special word. So I, I make them pray first sometimes. Like it. Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about you, Adam? So I found with, um, I think interesting with prayer is, people of, people don't often turn it down, do they? When no, you say like, true. can I pray for you? Can I pray with you? Um, there's a student that I met a few months ago who, um, I think we met him doing mission stuff similarly on campus and mm. we were just chatting and he said, I've just had a really tough couple of weeks like before uni really hard he was in second year didn't know if he wanted to carry on with his course wow. and um i just said can i can i pray for you and he was so kind of taken aback by this sort of like disarmed him being asked if he could be prayerful but he was like oh yeah actually that'd be that'd be really nice that'd be lovely so good and I just got to pray for him that he'd you know come to know god that he'd trust god with this and he'd know the peace of god with that stuff and um yeah she's coming to church which is cool so we've seen him in, nice. in church which is great but um yeah i just find it we often find it quite intimidating don't we to be Oh, oh, like, will I be embarrassed here? But mm. we kind of put the onus on ourselves rather than, like you say, bringing God into the conversation. Mm. You know, we can't really embarrass ourselves, can we? We're just having a conversation with God. So mm. it might look a bit silly, but God hears it. So it's, great. it's all good. Mm. It's free. Don't cost you yeah. anything. It's yeah, powerful. Yeah. It's good um, for it. I heard a great story the other day. Uh, actually, um, Beth, who joined our team um, just in January, and she's doing student link up stuff. Um, she was telling us a story um, yesterday about when she was a student and uh, she said she was in a nightclub um, in uh, Nottingham and so she said uh, she was there with her mate and she was, you know when girls go to loo, they often go together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they'd gone to loo together yeah. and it was an absolute dirty nightclub. Like it, it wasn't it wasn't in good condition. It wasn't a high-flying posh. Grimy. Night. Yeah, it was grimy. Mm-hmm. It was gross. So they eventually, they're queuing <clears throat> Give ages. You know when you think, I'm not sure I'm, I can make it this long. Wow. I'm, I'm going to yeah. need to go. So anyway, her mate that she's with is chatting to her and she's she's having uh, a bit of a difficult time and she wants um, Beth to chat it all through with her. And then uh, she, she when it gets to in the toilet, she went, come in here, in, into the cubicle. And I'm like, oh, I don't get this. But why do girls yeah. go into... But anyway, they've gone into a cubicle together. <laughs> don't make a thing out of it. That's a rabbit hole, that one. Part of life. So... Anyway, that's happened, and then there's lots of people queuing outside, still waiting to do it. But but this girl says, "I I really want to know more of God in my life." So Beth's like, "All oh, right, that's great." And she said, I, "You know, I think we should. I think I need to do that. I think I need to give my life to Jesus in wow. the cubicle, the yeah, toilet. in the cubicle. I think they've by the, by this time, I think they've both gone to the toilet. That that bit has happened. Thank you for right? mid conversation. Thank you for putting that yeah. into the story, Luke. Mm. So then, mm. then." Um, <laughs> Beth says, well, I think we should pray now then. 
And um, so they knelt together oh. in the grime oh. of the women's lose. Welcome to the gospel. She said, and she said it was like absolutely rank. Of course it was. But they knelt together. Which is, I, I absolutely love this as a yes. picture because they knelt together and prayed and she gave her life to Jesus. Come on. In the grime of the Come nightclub on. toilets on, on the gross floor. I'm just thinking it's gross so and it's perfect at the that same time. That is literally beautiful and rank. Yeah. So, so thanks for bearing with the grossness. Because that is actually that's true, isn't it? In the crime of student life, of normal life. That's it. That's where transformation happens. Great. So good. What was the story we were talking about earlier that you had about the maps? Google Maps. Prayer? Google Maps? Well, yeah, when we were um, students, Luke uh, organised an all-night prayer night. And uh, we... We did that for a few weeks. Mm. Yeah, it was good. Like, through the night. And... Um, Sometimes we've done actual prayer walking, walking on the streets and the areas of campus and being a living prayer as a walking around as well as declaring things out loud about the truth and the love of God. In this scenario, we decided to do a Google Maps prayer walk where we used Google Street View and we were touring all the areas where students were living, clubbing, uh, studying and praying for these different streets. So we did that, which is just, I just thought I'd say that because it's a good idea if anyone yeah. wants to do that in their small group uh, yeah. this week or something. Um, but then we played this game which did you make it up? I feel like you probably just thought of it for lols. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Yeah, and it was just like, okay, let's try, um, let's pray and ask God for some postcodes. Cool. To pray for certain areas or people or who knows, but let's just pray and ask. And there was this um, girl there called Polly who was just getting to know Jesus, and she actually can. She's one of those people that's always kind of heard the voice of God, just didn't know he had a name, and then was getting to know Jesus. She comes up with this rogue postcode and we're like, sure, we don't actually know where that is. But we put it in and looked and we're like, okay, we're being taken outside of the city here and into a field. Sure. So we're zooming in and zooming in to find out where's this postcode. Then we're like, middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. We're like, oh, is there a farm there? No, no, it's not in a farm. Okay, zooming in and zooming in. Okay, it looks like this postcode is taking us to the middle of a field. Where are we going? Zooming in and zooming in on Google Street View. Anyway, as we zoom in close. Not on Street View, on the the maps. So global maps thing. Yeah. As we zoom in really close in this one field, we're like, what's that? And we're getting closer, and there is a guy sat in the middle of a field in like, almost like a pensive kind of position, like a thought. Cross, cross-legged or something, yeah. yeah. Sat in the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere in the countryside surrounding York. Wow. That Polly's postcode that she prayed for had zoomed in on this one person that you would never know had been captured on camera when Google took all the shots or whatever. And so we just prayed for that person. We have absolutely no idea who they are, but God hmm. does. We have absolutely no, no idea where they are, but God knew their coordinates to the T. And we were all blown away because we suddenly realised, yes, God is interested in cities and streets, but he also knows the individual coordinates of hmm. one human life that we wanted to pray for in that so moment. So, yeah, postcode prayer. That was... Yeah, it was worth doing. That was amazing. And you never know. Something else we do uh, as a church's team, those of us on on Fusion team who particularly connect with church leaders, we pray for church leaders in their jobs and we we really want them um, to have a great time, basically, of, of being a church leader of... A church that has students. So we are praying for them that they'd thrive, that they'd be blessed in their family life, that everything would yeah. go well, that uh, leadership would th- thrive and all that. And then we wrote cards to people uh, with little prophetic nudges or maybe if we thought maybe God was saying something or a, a Bible verse. And you, you often don't hear back. We do that every now and again. And you, mostly you don't hear back. Uh-huh. But occasionally you do. And we heard back 
uh, just recently from uh, David at Greyfriars, just saying that was absolutely spot on. Thank you so cool. much. That's encouraging. Um, and it's just every now and again you, you get a little glimpse, don't you, of, of something that you've sewed into. But so you don't good. always. Mm. You do it anyway. Who, who's going to speak from the old um, Michael Bible? Bible? Michael Bible. Michael Bible. The Bible, guys. Is that what yeah. we're calling the Bible now, yeah? Michael Bible. Michael Bible. Well, it's just. The it, Mickey, the, the, stop, Lee. The Mickey, <laughs> Mickey, Mickey B. Mickey B. Stop it. It just so happens that I was at uh, Ivy Church in Manchester. The They meet in the academy, so they meet in Manchester Uni's nightclub in one of the venues there, and I was preaching there on Sunday on prayer, and we were talking about hearing the voice of God. And there were just three um, aspects that I thought I'd bring up here, um, having just kind of explored it with that community, around how we hear the voice of God. Because prayer is a dialogue. We don't just tell God our list of things that we'd love to see happen. We listen to him as well. We want his direction and guidance. We also want to pray his prayers. We want to pray what's on Jesus' heart and join in with his mission for the world. And um, three things to think about when we, if we want to hear the voice of God. And I don't really know many people who don't want to hear more from God. Uh, particularly um, classic ones of what am I going to do with my life type questions. What should this decision be? Who should I marry? Where should I live? What career should I do? What uni should I go to? And we're often like, I can't hear God. And actually, there's kind of three things that I'd love to mention around that. Firstly, um, relationship. Uh, in John 10, Jesus says uh, that, that he's a shepherd and that uh, the sheep, he calls his sheep by name and they know his voice they follow him and he leads them and they will not follow a stranger's voice. If you read John 10, Jesus has an incredible amount of faith in us being able to hear and follow his voice and not follow a stranger's, which means he basically backs you to hear what God's saying and to follow it. He backs you to uh, not go the wrong way. He really trusts you with his presence and that you'll recognise his voice. But to recognise someone's voice, you need to talk to them. So first, if you want to hear from God, prayer is basically dialogue, communication, relationship. You can't have a relationship with somebody if you don't talk to them and acknowledge them. So Jesus is like, get to know me, and then you'll get to know my voice. Secondly, do we expect God to speak? A little bit like we didn't expect the postcode thing to work, or you write these letters of prayer and hope that they land with somebody. In a, 1 Samuel chapter 3, we see Samuel as a little, like a, just a little boy actually sleeping in the temple, and he's, re- he's by the presence of God. But I don't think Samuel expected God to speak to him. So when he hears the audible voice say, Samuel, Samuel, he thinks it's his mentor. So he runs into his mentor's room and says, yeah, did you call me? In Samuel, you read this account of this young, this young man basically starting to recognise, oh, God is speaking to me. It's not just a person. There is a presence here. I, I do find it funny that Samuel didn't think it was God, but was sleeping next to the <laughs> Ark of the Cut, like next to the presence of God in physical manifestation. And he was like, that's probably my mentor, not the Lord. <laughs> But um, are we expecting for God to speak? Because he is, and he calls you by name. And the final thing is uh, the tricky bit, because if you've got a relationship with Jesus and you expect him to speak to you, when he speaks to you, it will require a response. And uh, Jesus has this incredible example of uh, prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane in Luke 22, before he goes and um, is crucified, is arrested and taken. Jesus prays, um, you know, if there's any way for me to do a different path here, God, if there's any way for there to be some other options, I'd please, I'd love, I'd love to not have to go through what I know is about to come. But not my will, but your will be done. That crazy moment of submission of going, even though there's lots of other options potentially here, even though I can see lots of things I'd rather pray for, not my will, but your will. 
there comes a point in prayer where we go, actually, regardless of what I'd like or what I'm praying, it's not my will, it's your will. Mm. But remember, it comes out of relationship with Jesus. We know his voice. He calls us by name. We expect God to speak. Yes, Lord, like Samuel says, I'm here, Lord, your servant is listening. And finally, when you've heard him speak, it demands a response. Not my will, but your will be done. Just wondered if I was looking to all have a prayer gathering in my church. Oh, yeah, mate. I just wanted to build on, building on from that that theme of relationship, expectancy, yes. submission. I love that. Do you guys know of any church leaders maybe that would be like well equipped to help me lead this prayer gathering? Church you got, leaders you or got students? Any names? Or students? Yeah, yeah. Have you got any? I mean, I hear what you're saying. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I think we probably have got some options. Oh. Do we tell you some church leaders? Adam? Go for it. Hit me with them. You got a few in town that are running a prayer meeting. They'd cool. love you to come, but uh, yeah. you need to pick which one. Cool. First of all, for you, Adam, uh, overshare Audrey. And that's what she's known as on the street. People don't... She doesn't know that. This is what people say behind her back. What I like about this is if it's someone's first podcast that they've listened to, they've got no idea what's happening. And just just to keep them in the loop, Miriam makes up a bunch of church leaders each week for Adam to think about and I make up some invented student just yeah. just in case it's the first yeah sorry this is because otherwise people are going but what's their email how do I get them to leave you right so <laughs> it's, it's a curveball go yeah. with it overshare Audrey she's really great at intercession she really presses in she bangs on the doors of heaven and she won't fall silent however Shabba. she's real bad boundaries around confidentiality oh. <laughs> So she, de- for example, last prayer meeting, she definitely mentioned a student's rash and she was not supposed to. <laughs> By name. Even off the so loud hands. It's not okay. Overshare Audrey. So brilliant. Awkward and rash. Yeah, brilliant intercession. But she, if you share something for her to pray with, the whole church will know it's not always okay. Yeah. So that, that's great. Audrey. No. Not great. Zachary Mannery. The third, sorry, the of, Her- third. of Herefordshire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Zachary yeah. Mannery the third of Herefordshire. Yeah, cool. he d- he's distractingly posh, actually. So in a prayer is meeting, he? it is distracting. Do you get distracted by posh people? <laughs> no, you would if you heard his voice. Really? What it's, does it sound like? It's, it's, I, can't even, I can't even do it. It it's was distracting. Too posh, yeah. is it? And he wears a monocle, so it's like Cray. It's really? like, yeah, really. He's, um, it's like the Monopoly Cray. Man. Cray. Yeah, he's like the Monopoly Man, yeah. Oh. He also wears, like, insanely strong aftershave, which means when he, like, comes to pray for you, it stings the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> stings yeah. the eyes. Yeah. So then you're actually... He thinks it's the Holy Spirit. It's not. You're not crying because it's the Spirit of God. You're crying no. because that old spice is Fragr- too much. Fragrance of God. <laughs> it's too much. So Zachary Mannery. But, um, the third. What was good about him? Yeah, these are, these are really... <laughs> I actually didn't put anything good about him. Oh, just, oh. just say he's like a great guy and move on. He's great. Like, lols and bands. Oh, also the prayer meetings are in massive manor houses. So great, because he's... he's, he's like, yeah, oh, it's like posh wicked, life. wicked yeah. setting. Cool, just, right. Palaces yeah. and treasure and this. Prosperity is. gospel, maybe. Yeah, I like it, okay. <laughs> the, uh, the final church leader um, is called Gloria Gloria. We don't know why. It's like both of her names are Gloria. So it's just how it's, how it's gone for her. Gloria, Gloria. Gloria, Gloria. Really, really creative. Post-its, candles, breaking of chains. She'll get physical chains and break them. Like, that, she's really good at prayer. <laughs> and strong, um, yeah. the sounds of it. Yeah. Lots of flags. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of flags. What do you mean? Flatulence. Flatulence. <laughs> flags and flatulence. Flags and flatulence. And that's the issue, mm, yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. flags and flatulence. <laughs> So it's bad, for, it's it's bad a, for an all-night prayer meeting in, okay. a, tight, yeah, in a small yeah, yeah. room. I reckon, so you've got to pick which church leader you'd like to, to, um, to help mm-hmm. you with your prayer gathering. Overshare Audrey, Zachary Mannery, or Gloria Gloria. I think, um, I think it's a tough choice. It is a tough choice. 
But as a born and raised Baptocostal, I've got to go for Gloria Gloria. Come on. I want the yeah. flags out. I love a bit of flag waving. You're happy It's with quite releasing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I can deal with flatulence. I put a peg on my nose. Yeah. Peg that nose. If I'm out in the spirit, I might not be aware of it. Yeah, fine. Okay. Good. Good. It's a risk I'm willing to take. Gloria Gloria, praise the Lord. So I've got, some, I've got three students for you. Um, w- would you... Um, do you want these students to help you organise it, or how are we going to... Yeah, because I think it's a discipleship square, isn't it? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Whatever that is. They, they do I help. Fantastic. You do I help. Christian jargon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Christianese, yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. Right, so the, here are three students for your square. Whatever that is. So... Um, you know what that is. <laughs> Sven Goransson from Sweden. <laughs> okay. He's wow. an international student. Sven Goransson. Sounds like a law Genuinely... <laughs> He only eats porridge. Only That's porridge. all he eats. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yeah, three Fair a day. Enough. Fair enough. He only eats porridge. He's absolutely nocturnal. By that, I don't mean he sometimes stays up late. He's fully nocturnal. Wow. He only functions at like night. Like an owl. Like a hamster. Yeah, like a hamster, yeah. Sure. But a Swedish hamster. And um, <laughs> if, if he's in a lift, something most people don't know about him, if he's in a lift, he always jumps because he thinks he's actually floating you know like if he's going yeah. down yeah, yeah, cool. he'll jump but then you get that weird feeling when you then land and it goes oh and you think yeah, what fun. if I snapped the thing from the lift yeah so he always does that but no one knows that about him he's got a club foot as well so it's a bit of downside he's got a club foot um, a bit like you've got one haven't you no <laughs> don't laugh at that so, come on you're better than that or you could be, so that's Sven Gorenson for Sweden cool. you could be no nope. Yeah. You could Nothing be about prayer. No. <laughs> you could be Philippa the Roll. The Roll. What? How are we spelling roll? She, like a fig roll? No. Well, like well, yeah. But she forwarded she forward rolled all the way back from a freshers party and picked up the nickname nice. The Roll. She forward rolled all the way back. It's a good commitment. Now she's just the the other thing to bear in mind though, is she's a bit slippery around the the area of the French Revolution. Just whenever that comes up, she right. gets a little bit you know, Oh, a bit odd. A bit touchy, okay. you know, and no one quite knows why and is a bit suspicious. So you could be Philip for the role. <laughs> French Revolutionary. Liberty, Egalité, yeah, Fraternity. Or you could be the wolf. The wolf. Right? Now the wolf. name. The wolf is, you might have thought male. No, female, right? <laughs> I'm so pleased. <laughs> I didn't think male, but okay. cool. <laughs> the wolf, she is the heiress to the Bostic Empire. You know, like the Pritstick and the... the <laughs> The, co- the people who make the people who make those bits of stationery, yeah, Bostick, like post-it notes. Bostick Empire. Yeah, her That's family are the Bostics, right? <laughs> okay, Bo- so. the Wolf Bostick. Cool. Yeah, she's into capoeira. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's a Brazilian yeah, it martial art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's it. into that. Yeah, she loves it. She'll always offer to get you a drink, but she'll generally always spill it when she comes back. Okay. Oh, so you. you know, kind but cool. pointless because yeah, yeah. she'll just spill it all. Sure. Great. <laughs> Those are your three. That's so you've good. got Sven Gorens of Sweden, you've got Philip of the Roll, or you get the wolf. See, I, I'm hoping with, I'm going to go for the wolf. Yeah, of course. And I'm hoping that when she spills that drink, that she also see, sees the Holy Spirit, the living water of God, spill out as well. Pour out, yeah. So I think we'll see an cool. overflow like of God that. through I mean, the wolf. I wish something about prayer had come up in that whole exercise, Luke. Yeah, I think you missed the point of you this, really didn't you, did. a little bit? I think I did, actually, but um, hopefully you enjoyed it. Now, just to clarify a couple of things really quickly, if that's all right, because this, I've just seen recently that... Um, <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to forget this. Miriam, um, uh, lots of you all know, um, is a fantastic leader. Um, a, leader, a leader of many people yeah. and really wonderful example of uh, how to follow Jesus and really put into practice that and, and lead many other people and be a blessing and right. put into practice the fruits and gifts of the Spirit. 
Good honour. Having said that, right, right? on that note, <laughs> it makes me nervous. The more she's kind also of you. incredibly famous, so oh, you're an idiot. Um, we sort of pull her leg a bit with that, and you do, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and me and lots of other people that tweet in, right. <laughs> <laughs> Who <laughs> we've still never so, got to the bottom. Never met them. So a bunch, a bunch of people, <laughs> a bunch of people have tweeted in you yeah, and said they've seen that you've been with the Archbishop of Canterbury. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This week, you yeah. with with old Welby. Yes. right. That's true. Now, I think that might because usually we've agreed D-list celebrity. Yeah, mm-hmm. in terms of the Christian niche we, we culture in the kingdom, Christ, the apparently. Christian culture celebrities. Yes. Yeah, you're about D-list. Thank you. But you've just spent some time with Archbishop Justin Welby. Yeah. And had a few photos taken. He's A-list, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's A-list. His household name. Yeah, I think so, yeah. True. Um, do we, so the question is, do you think you've gone up to see... <laughs> <laughs> has that brought you up the chain a bit? Do you think, maybe? Um, obviously, obviously, I don't want to answer that. I think she thinks but, she does. But given that you have to. I No. You I, do, don't you? I had a good time with... The Archbishop. I took my dad with me to work because he, he loves a bit of Archbishop chat. So I took Peter into work. Yeah. So um. do you think that gets you up to see? <laughs> I don't know, mate. And the other thing I thought might have done that is just we were clarifying something on the in the bank. Um, I think. Oh, you don't were, bring I think that you were paid up. to stay somewhere by a hotel or something. <laughs> no, is that, that's not. Is that wrong? True. Yeah, like what? Like I'm at a nightclub, pays Bieber like ten grand to you, show up. Yeah. No, I just needed to get a hotel on the M6 to get south. But uh, they paid you to do that. No, no. I, it's just some. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> it's just my expenses. Was it an admin error? No, it wasn't. I had to speak in Liverpool really late and they were like, can we help you get to where you need to be the following morning by getting you a hotel? The hotel didn't pay me to show up at their oh, hotel. Oh, right, OK, I've got you. Um, just just some oh. questions people have tweeted in. Um, does La- Lady Gaga follow you on Twitter? Does she? <laughs> I've got no idea. Oh, so she might. Is it? Or put down as a maybe. Um, have you ever been featured in Hello magazine? No. Um, and what do you like for breakfast and why? That's just what someone wanted to know. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Yeah, what do you have for breakfast? Um, porridge, fruit, oh, yogurt. A bit like Sven. It's healthy. <laughs> bit like your. You know what? I feel like we should probably finish okay. by getting Adam yep. to pray as probably the most sensible person amongst <laughs> yeah, us right true. now after that. Behavior. Thanks for clearing that up, by the way. I'll yeah. tell everyone. Thank you for all that you do, Luke. Adam, Good how about know. you pray for the nation? Wow. Uh, yeah, Lord God, I thank you so much for what you're doing uh, in the student world across this country, across this continent, God. And we, um, yeah, we pray for more of your spirit to to fall in our in our churches, on our campuses, God, in our university towns and cities. Uh, Holy Spirit, would we be responsive to your voice, responsive to your uh, guidance and leadership? And would we have a relationship and an expectancy and a submissive heart when it comes to prayer? Mm. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> a bushel and a peck. A bushel and a peck. Adam. Goodbye.